Welcome to the Fitness Journey Podcast with Wesley Bear. If health, fitness, nutrition, and personal development are an interest of yours, you are in for a treat. And always remember, the pain you may feel today will be the strength you feel tomorrow. Enjoy. Welcome back to another episode of the Fitness Journey Podcast. This is your host, Wesley Bear, and this is episode number 16. And today, guys, I have with me Kelly Chase. Kelly is a health coach here in the Atlanta area, and we are going to be talking about not only the health side of your fitness, but the mindset of it as well. And she's going to go over some practices that she's currently doing. Um, she had a past where she had uh, gut issues, so she found different remedies and different um, foods and, and formulas and supplements that she could start doing and incorporating in her life. So she's going to go over those with you guys today. Um, but she's also going to talk about her struggles and some of the challenges she faced in starting her own business and you know where she's at today. But she is a huge advocate when it comes to digestive health. So anyone out there that is interested in this, this is definitely going to be an episode for you. And make sure also, if you guys can please share the podcast or write a review. We are doing something for the Tim Tebow Foundation every share, every Review. We are donating a dollar to the foundation, so this will help bring awareness to it as well. So if you guys can keep us in the loop, let us know if you are sharing, if you are writing a review, and we'll make sure to add that to the pot. But stay tuned for this episode, and I hope you guys enjoy. Welcome back to the Fitness Journey Podcast. Guys, I have with me today Kelly Chase. Kelly, how's it going? It's going great. Thank, Thank you. How are you? I'm doing good. I actually just made a cup of coffee. Are you a big coffee drinker? I'm actually not. No. <laughs> oh my no, gosh. Um, yeah, um, I I've suffered with some digestive issues for a long time, so coffee and I don't necessarily mix. Um, but I've been experimenting a little bit lately with some espresso. So <laughs> there you go. I, I think I have to have at least one a day. And uh, what I started doing was bulletproof coffee. So I've been doing the the butter and the MCT oil and a little bit of stevia, um, but it makes it really good. My mom laughs at me. Yeah. She's like, "Why are you putting butter in coffee?" And I'm like, "Have you not heard of this?" Yeah, so. no, that's so that's that's funny. I, I have tried um, bulletproof because um, I got into whole keto, and um, you know we'll probably touch more on that in a minute, but. I did try the Bulletproof, and I wanted to try it without the added fats first to see if the actual just the coffee itself like bothered my stomach, and it it did not. Um, but then once I did like include the fats, then it did bother my stomach. <laughs> so I was like, it's just like a you know chemical reaction of something going on in there. But um, so that's maybe the only coffee that I've experimented with that does not really affect me. Yeah. So I don't know how they make it or what, but, um, but yeah, so I, I get it. I didn't put butter in it. I used ghee, um, but it was, it was good. It tasted amazing. <laughs> awesome. Well, I, I don't want to talk forever about the coffee subject because I will talk for hours about it because it's something <laughs> I love. But um, if you can just introduce, introduce yourself to the audience, I know we've spoken in the past about you know, your history and what you're currently doing in your life and what you're more passionate about than anything. But if you can just introduce yourself and tell them a little bit about yourself. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so hello, everyone. Um, I am Kelly Chase. Um, I started a health coaching business. I'm a certified health coach. Started that about five years ago, and more or less, um, I went through a certification program because I wanted to learn more about health and nutrition, and in the event that I was able to do something professionally with it, that was just kind of left up to chance. Um, but I was working a nine to five job at the time and tried to dabble with the health coaching then. And, and I have, I have had a more than a handful of clients. I mean, I've worked with, you know, many clients, um, but I would have to do it outside of that nine to five space, um, for a few years up until just last, um, August more or less. So, um, that's when I figured out that my passion and my purpose was actually in coaching. Um, and so I put in my two weeks notice at the nine to five and, and left it. And more or less, I was just, you know, I was bored and, and burnt out. I was not challenged at my nine to five job. So I knew that there was something more for me out there. And every time that I would get like a, a message because my Instagram is all about health and, and wellness. And I'd get a message about, Oh, you're so motivating. Thank you so much. You've really impacted my life. It was like, that was what was speaking to my soul. So, and it just lit a flame inside me. And I'm like, I have to do something in this direction. I can't be sitting here just getting a paycheck and coming to work to talk to my friends <laughs> yeah. every day. So yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been diving into the health coaching space now, um, simply, you know, only for the last year. And as you develop more, you know, about yourself and you learn so much more about yourself, that's when you kind of start to transition into other things that you may want to dive into. So I do have a little bit of a transition goal headed for 2019. Um, so I'm excited to share that with you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. But, I appreciate that. If you can, um, as well, I always ask my guests this because I kind of want to know about their upbringing and, you know, if their parents or their friends were a big influence on their health and fitness goals. I mean, how, how big of an impact were your parents when it came to nutrition and fitness? Yeah. So my parents, actually, I'll start with my, my mom. Um, she was kind of the leader, always is, always has been um, the leader of everything and and she was actually an aerobics instructor for a Richard Simmons studio back in the 80s or <laughs> 70s, I guess. Um, Richard Simmons. And yeah, it was crazy. I don't know if she actually ever met Richard Simmons, but he did have some studios, so she worked at one. And as soon as she started having my, my sister and then myself, she was no longer teaching aerobics, but she continued her fitness journey and, and health. And she has always just implemented healthier um, ways into our family lifestyle. So we were actually raised as vegetarians because my sister actually at the age of like three or four was diagnosed with, um, with seizures. So mm. she had a few scary seizures. Yeah. She had scary seizures. And I mean, I just, I remember one time my sister having a seizure and we were like, I guess she like, we woke up laying in bed. We slept in the, you know, we had the same like twin beds like next to each other. And um, my sister, I just remember her saying, I can't move, go get mom and dad. And I don't even know how she spoke. I don't even know. Maybe I'm like conjuring this up at the age of like three. I don't know. But I remember this moment and I did. I like went to my parents' bedroom. I was like, Ashley says she can't move. And my mom knew exactly what was happening. And so she like came into the room and got her. But so my parents, they started diving into like different ways to 
maybe prevent a seizure from happening again or healing and that kind of thing. And um, uh, my mom and dad, they're like, I'm not putting my child on a prescription on a phenobarbital for the rest of her life, you know? So um, they took, and they were like, they did the research and they're like, like going like plant based and removing all refined sugars and processed foods. Um, as much as possible from the diet um, can help with that. So that's what we, they did. And so we were vegetarians probably in, from like the age of four till probably like 12 or something. Um, so we never, I think the first like fast food restaurant that we ever went to was Taco Bell. <laughs> and we got like a bean <laughs> burrito. Um, but, but yeah, um, you know, it's, I, I almost wish that we had maintained that lifestyle, um, but and it's not that we ate poorly after that. We continued to eat our, you know, maybe good quality animal protein to our vegetables and, and starches and that kind of thing. But you know, as as we grow older, as as kids, we can drive and then we start going to fast food and mm-hmm. all that with our friends. So um, my sister, I mean, not quite. She never had a, a seizure after that. I mean, after we changed our lifestyle, our habits, uh, which is profound, or maybe she grew out of it. I don't know if it's coincidental or not, but, um, yeah. So my parents just all in general, we were, um, we were introduced to like homeopathic remedies versus again, taking like prescription or antibiotics. So when, when we needed to, we obviously would, but for the most part, we were raised pretty holistically and have continued to, I mean, my mom actually went through the same health coaching program that I did about a year and a half before I did. And so she, you know, advanced what she already knew. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And my, and my dad, obviously, like I said, I mean, he's just gung-ho about it as well. Um, they're, they're pretty strong about, you know, the separation of the food and drug administration, um, <laughs> how, how it should be separated. Um, but, yeah, so it's just always been a, a, always been a part of my life. So I am fortunate for that. But the, you, there's always something new coming out and you know you just kind of have to like stay on top of that and really understand why certain diets are working for people and some aren't and you know there's always something with nutrition and health (laughs) that we learned there is and I think um you know I remember looking back when I was I was telling one of my other guests this when I was in high school my mom we ate pretty healthy but she never once was like hey Wesley like put that pop tart down or don't eat those frosted flakes like she cared, but she also wasn't a big factor for her. And I look back at it now and I'm like, man, I wish I almost like had the discipline, but it's hard. You know, when you're young, you have so many distractions, you have, you see your friends eating this, you see your friends doing that. Um, and I know you're really big on nutrition and that's actually why I wanted to have you on the show because it's an area that we all hear, you know, nutrition is 70 or 80% of, of, you know, your growth and, and I agree with it, um, but I also think that fitness is a mental game more than mm-hmm. anything. I would almost yeah. flip it and say it's 80% mental, 20% everything else. But um, mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit about nutrition because I know it's something that you're super passionate about. Um, was it hard for you? Was there, was there a time to where you were like, I don't want to eat these foods? Like, Did you ever tell your parents like you didn't want to do that? Um, no, I, I don't think I did. I just hated lima beans. So that was probably the only thing <laughs> that I was like, no, I don't want to eat that. But, um, no, it just, I just ate. I mean, that's the way my parents raised us. So my mom was like, you sit at the table until you finish your food or 
have have another bite, take another bite until you finish your green vegetables, more or less. Um, so I was just raised that way. Um, I mean, it's not to say that we were completely like that we completely avoided processed foods. Um, but you know, we, there were times obviously like where you would beg my mom, like, Hey, like, let's just get some like chips, Ahoy cookies or like some honeycomb cereal. (laughs) (laughs) And and we would, you know, I mean, she, she would give in quote unquote to that. Um, but she's like, it's not going to hurt you. Like, it's not like one thing. Ashley hasn't had teachers for eight years. So you were fine. <laughs> so, you know, we, we did start to like have some processed food. Like I said, especially once we started into like middle school and high school. Um, but it's just kind of been more of a learning process for me. Um, and we'll go into that too, but I've had like gut issues for a long time too. So I experiment with myself and, eliminate and that kind of thing but yeah nutrition is huge and um you know what you were saying about the 80 20 yes I believe it's like 80 percent I do believe it's like 70 to 80 percent nutrition and 20 percent fitness but overall like there's like a whole another range and it's 100 percent mental on top yeah. of that <laughs> so yeah it's, it's definitely a mind, a mind thing <laughs> and it's a battle for some um I wish it wasn't as much you know it, it's crazy I've seen people that are uh, severely obese and they just had a huge transformation. They changed their life and, and now they're, they're happy. And I almost want to like ask people like, how, how did you get to that level? What was your, what was your biggest challenge? Was it the food? Was it the, um, activity? Was it just, were you battling, you know, emotions? Because yeah. that's one thing that I've noticed is if I have any emotion, like a negative emotion, when I go into the gym, I normally have a bad workout. If I have something going on, it's just like if you're in a relationship that's really rocky and you're at work and your, your girlfriend texts you and, and you're like something negative and it could just totally change the way your day goes. Um, it's the Mm -hmm. same, I think in fitness and it's crazy, but it's life. It's something that we all, we all learn from, but, um, I wish it would be something that, you know, we would use as a catalyst to help propel us more than anything. Yeah, no, absolutely, for sure. And I mean, you know, to go with your what you're saying, like, yeah, though, like a, a message or a phone call or bad news of any sort or just negative connotation in, in text, like, it, yeah, it's going to affect you. And you're either going to use it, like, against your work out like you're gonna be like well f that like i'm gonna like conquer this Mm -hmm. (laughs) like yep nobody can stop me kind of thing or yeah you're gonna like do a part of it feel challenged and then get so frustrated that because of all the other emotional baggage that's going on in your head you know that you're gonna be like whatever let me just go home and like eat pizza (laughs) so you know it's it it does it's such it's all mental yeah 100 all mental and you have to like start to transition that mindset and you know, that's, that's what it is. It's, it's the shift of the mindset. Mm-hmm. Can you, um, can you let us know what you're currently doing? Cause you know, I know we talked in the past and you were doing keto. Um, what are you doing right now mm-hmm. for your, for your health and nutrition that's working? Yeah. So uh, basically I'm, I am eating quote unquote, a low carb, um, way of eating. I, I don't ever like to use the word diet. Um, so I don't want to say I'm on a low carb diet because I'm not, I'm eating. It's my lifestyle. <laughs> it is the way that I eat. Um, and I, I presume that a lot of people, when they hear low carb, they're like, Oh my God, like she just eats like, like nothing, like a rabbit, you know, but it, but it's not that like I eat so much food throughout the day, um, because vegetables and low glycemic fruit, 
they are very low carb, but they are also very low calorie. So mm -hmm. you can eat as, it's almost like you can eat as much as you want, but you will get full and you'll get full faster because it's nutrient dense. Yeah. So, I mean, I may make like a huge bowl of, of veg, like roasted vegetables and have like, you know, maybe like three to five ounces of a good quality animal protein source and a little bit of like healthy fats, plant-based and I'm full. Like I can't even finish it sometimes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, I've, um, I've read a lot about like a, a cellular healing diet and like autoimmune protocol diet. And I watched the magic pill, which is reflective of the low carb or slash ketogenic diet. And they're all very comparable to one another. And, you know, it's basically it is just that it's, it's plant-based healthy fats. It's good quality animal proteins, somewhat of like, not necessarily even the lean proteins. It can be the healthy, I mean, the, um, the fatty proteins as well, like chicken thighs and your organ meats. And then a lot of vegetables, um, dark leafy greens. I am a huge advocate of that, like introducing dark leafy greens into every meal that you eat. Um, yeah, even for breakfast, like scramble it up with your eggs, you know, some spinach. And um, But it's eating those real foods, the foods that were once living that have energy behind them. Um, and then so you're consuming. You're being thankful for the food that you're eating, and you consume it, and it puts that energy back in your body, and it rejuvenates and um, you know, re-energizes the body on like a cellular level. So, you know, I have, again, I've had gut issues, so I'm trying to repair my microbiome and I'm not going to do that if I am constantly slamming down, you know, wheat flour and mm -hmm. dairy and, you know, refined sugars. Um, yeah. so I'm trying to heal it with good once living nutrient dense foods. I want to ask you for somebody that is just starting out, you know, they're not on a diet, but they want to start eating healthy. What are the top five foods you would suggest that they incorporate? Yeah. Um, well, I not necessarily like the top five foods. I would just, I would just ask them to be aware of like, if they eat three times a day, make sure that every meal has staple things with it so that you have, like I said, like maybe like three to five ounces of a good quality animal protein or if you were a vegetarian, obviously like lentils or beans, um, and then one to two cups of vegetables, dark leafy greens if possible, and then a healthy fat, maybe a quarter of an avocado, some nuts, some seeds, um, and then sprinkle in additional carbs on top of that. And the carbs that I recommend, um, sweet potato, carrots, edamame, um, butternut squash, you know, things that come from the ground, from Mother Nature still. Um, you can obviously have grains, but they're, with the world today, I feel like a lot of people's guts are, um, are just not the most healthy because of all the toxins out there. And grains can sometimes affect your gut as well so you just have to like try and see what works best for you but yeah i mean good animal protein good quality animal protein your dark leafy greens healthy fat and then i mean that's what i eat that's what i eat and then i'll have like berries like blackberries blueberries raspberries as like a low glycemic low fruit yeah so. the, when it comes to <laughs> fruit though 
Um, it, it's funny that we're on this subject because I was talking to um, one of my buddies and I said, hey, you know, what are you currently doing for your diet? He's trying to lose weight. And he was like, well, every morning I have this shake and then I have fruit and then I have fruit at this time. And I'm like, yo, you can't be eating all this fruit. Like, yes, it's healthy, but like that's a lot of sh- – yeah. I mean, yes, it has sugar in it, but – are you realizing that there's carbs? Every banana you eat has 27 to 30 carbs in it. And he was eating yeah, like yeah. two a day. Plus he was eating blueberries and raspberries. And I was like, man, you got to start maybe changing those out for some veggies. Like I started doing myself, I'll do four to f- usually four, three to four eggs in the morning, plus a cup of egg whites. And I've yeah. been doing half a sweet potato because I'm doing like a low carb, um, keto ish diet. So my only carbs are like half a sweet potato, veggies, and then maybe half of a banana. So it's not, you know, I'm probably doing 60 to 70 carbs a day. Um, but some people don't realize that the average American, I think consumes 300 carbs, which is nuts. (laughs) I, I looked that up and I was like, Oh my God, 300 carbs. Like I'm on a 70 carb diet and trying to lose weight and people are eating 300 and that's not even including alcohol that's just including like the foods they're eating right yeah oh yeah absolutely so i feel like we we eat pretty similar (laughs) it's it's mind-boggling though it's like i i sat there one day and i um i ate like heavy carb meals just to kind of see like where my macros were and i think in the morning i did like cereal and and then for dinner, I did like quinoa, which wasn't that bad. Um, but my right. lunches and my snacks and like the random things, like you don't realize it, but like a cup of rice is 45 carbs. And people yeah. that go to hibachi, you know, they give you about a cup and a half plus the veggies plus the sauce. The sauce is probably sauce. one of the worst parts <laughs> more than anything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so true. Um, what, so I, true. <laughs> what I want to do is I, I know you're a huge advocate of nutrition, but I also want to, to talk about your coaching business. Um, I did yeah. a little research on you before. And one thing I loved is I saw, I believe it was on your website and you said your vision is to see people healthy and happy to reach good health and true happiness with balance in our lives. And I loved mm-hmm. that, um, you know, healthy and being happy more than anything, being fulfilled. Yeah. So if you can, you know, talk to us a little bit about what you're currently doing for, for your coaching business. Yeah. So with my clients, I, I touch on like five broad categories, um, four of which are referred to as your primary foods and your primary foods include your exercise relationship, career, and spirituality. And obviously there's little subcategories of that, but, um, yeah, your relationship, career, exercise, and spirituality. And then your secondary food is your nutrition, uh, what you are actually eating. And if there is an imbalance in one of those primary foods, then typically what you're eating is out of balance as well and vice versa. Mm. So if you're not eating, you know, if you're, if you're eating poorly, then that is, going to be a reflection because maybe you're really stressed out at work or you're going through a difficult breakup, you know, in a relationship or, or maybe you don't have a, a connection spiritually. And and I, and I say spiritually because I get it. There's so many different religions out there and, and, you know, believe what you want to believe and connect to a higher being. But I think that 
connecting to a higher power helps you become a higher power yourself. Um, so that is, I mean, honestly, to be completely transparent, that is a part of my primary food that I'm working on myself, um, is my spirituality. So, (laughs) um, I feel like I have a little bit of everything else in good places. My relationships are, are, um, they're not, (laughs) they're non-existent as far as like intimate relationships, but, um, you know, I, I try and foster the relationships that I have with my family and friends. And, you know, that's something that, different friends of mine have noticed and they always compliment me on they're like Kelly like you don't have like one circle of friends like you have like so many different groups of friends and it's neat to see you try and you know try and maintain those friendships you know so um it's just about being in balance and and again like if if one thing is out of balance it's going to affect another thing and your true happiness lies when you have reached that balance Um, and that's, you know, I, I promote that health and that happiness and, and that leading to success. Um, I was at a seminar over the summer and and they were like, you know, successful people aren't necessarily healthy and successful people aren't necessarily, necessarily happy. Like you need to be healthy to be happy. And Mm -hmm. once you're happy, you will be successful. Yeah. And I was like, that is amazing. You know, I was like, I'm taking that and running with it. (laughs) I'm going to use that too. But but yeah, so I, I just coach the individuals on, okay, like, what are we doing with our eating habits? Let's, like, figure that out. Like, I'm not necessarily, I'm not a weight loss coach. Um, I am a holistic health coach, and you can say a lifestyle coach and empowerment coach. Um, you know, I am all of those. I am all of those things, and that's, you know, that's what I love to do, and I, and I want to empower you know, mostly women. I have worked with men in the past, but I want to empower women to know that they are enough, and um, you know, that they can also do anything, you know, like I said, I was bored and burnt out with my nine to five. I knew that there was another passion and purpose for me out there and I went for it. (laughs) So I try and like throw that in there with, with my clients too. And, and I'm not saying to like quit their job or anything, but you know, find if you're bored in what you're currently doing, if you are working a nine to five, like, like level up and, you know, apply for that promotion apply for that next step in your company um and if the company has hit your glass ceiling and you can't go higher and you don't feel challenged anymore then that's the time that you need to start looking for something else you know so that you're constantly learning and you're constantly challenging yourself um too you know and and everything just plays a role together i mean to be healthy and happy, you have to have the daily movement. So your exercise and it, and exercise means different things for different people. It can mean just a 15 minute walk for someone versus an hour and a half at the gym, <laughs> lifting yeah. crazy weights, um, you know, and then getting your nutrition. As long as you're eating things that make your belly feel good and your and give you clarity and energy and focus. Um, you know, I think that's, that's wonderful. Um, but you know, I, I did struggle myself with, a metabolism and like high cortisol levels. So I did, I did have a weight challenge of, of my own. And so I helped women to basically quote unquote reverse the diet. A lot of women, they think that the only thing that they need to do to lose weight is to restrict. Well, when you continue to restrict and restrict and restrict, then you're barely eating anything all day. And then you wonder why you're not losing weight or you've hit a plateau and so I help them to be like, hey, you know, like, let me put this into perspective for you. You see Michael Phelps, all the food that he eats, 
and he's like a stick, you know, <laughs> not really, <laughs> but he's like so toned, he's in great shape. So think about what you're doing. Like you're not eating enough food and you're not losing weight. So you need to eat more, do less, and you will see some changes. What, um, for, for when you started your, you got away from your nine to five, I want to ask you, what was your biggest, um, challenge by doing that? And what would you, what advice would you give to somebody that is at a point to where they're just not liking their nine to five? They, they want to be an entrepreneur. They want to start their own business, but they're scared. What would you tell them? Yeah. Um, I, what I would recommend is start two things. One, start to kind of do something that you are interested in or passionate about and just make it a little side job. Just like I was doing the health coaching as a side from my nine to five. Um, and start do, start reading or listening to like audibles or podcasts on personal development and business development. Um, that will really empower you to make those shifts because it's going to be shifting your mindset. Um, and you know, to show up and not, and kind of like put any like self doubt or limiting beliefs behind you. Like people are going to connect with you because of you, like you are who, you know, you're, you're selling your story basically. Um, but also like really ask yourself what it, you know, remember back to the time when you were younger and ask yourself, you know, when someone came up to me and they were, they asked me, you know, what do I want to be when I grow up? Possibly it was one thing. Maybe it was a combination. Maybe it was like three different things for me. That was like, Honestly, I wanted to be a baby doctor because obviously I didn't know what a pediatrician was at that time. <laughs> um, but a baby doctor, an actress, and um, a teacher. I wanted to be all three of those things. In my nine-to-five job, I was not doing any of that. I was obviously not acting. I was a sales and account manager. Uh, maybe I was teaching because <laughs> I was educating people on the product. But um, now that I have moved into this entrepreneurial space, I'm like, okay, I am hitting all three of those things. I am, I am a teacher. I'm coaching people on how to live a better life and a healthier lifestyle and educating them on proper nutrition. Um, I am an actress because I have to go on to my Instagram story and Facebook, my social media, and post these live videos. Um, and I have to get out of my comfort zone, you know, and that's what makes you a stronger, better person too is, is you know, accept those challenges and go for them and overcome them. Um, and then, you know, the whole baby doctor thing, um, it's, it's more or less like rebirthing the person that I am like every day. Like, I feel like every quarter I have these new like awakenings and, and also like different programs that I put together. It's like a, um, like I'm doing like a launch, like a born, like a rebirth of my program launches. Like, it's really cool. So I'm creating, Um, so I'm hitting all three of those things. So what I would tell someone now is like, ask yourself, what did you want to do when you grow up? And if you're not doing something similar to that, then you're not living your truth and you need to start doing something that you really, really want to be doing. Yeah. Because you only live once. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's the the point of fear, you know, the fear of the unknown. I got to a point where I was working a nine to five for four years and I loved the people and I, I enjoyed what I did, but I also had the side of me that was like, Wesley, should you go full force entrepreneur? And at first I was like, I was almost discounting myself. I was like, all right, 
why would somebody pay me for this or why would I do this? And, and that's what was the biggest struggle. Um, and I see it with so many people is they sit there and, and they contemplate their worth and they don't think they're worth as much as what they believe in. Um, it's like, would you tell yourself that? Like, would you tell yourself 10 years down the road? Like, no, you're not worth it. You know? So that it's unfortunate, but it's, it's so true. Um, yeah. I, I wanted to ask you too, um, what daily habit, has there been anything in your life right now that has, has really helped you get to where you are that you do every day? Um, yeah, so there typically I, I do try to get up between the hours of 5am and 6am. Um, I read the book, the miracle morning and it pretty much, it, it um, introduces this concept and it uses the acronym SAVER, so S-A-B-E-R-S, and I have been practicing that um, a majority at least of those for months now, um, and it just really sets me up for the rest of the day. It makes me more motivated and empowered, and and to go through those real quick, um, S is for silence or meditation or prayer. And then you do A is for affirmation, B is for visualization, E is for exercise, R is for reading, and S is for scribing or, say, journaling. Um, And I spend – sometimes I'll spend, you know, 20 minutes journaling. Like, it's crazy to think that – it sounds like writing for 10 minutes is a long time. But I literally – sometimes I'll, like, look up at the clock and it's been, like, 30 minutes. And I'm like, oh, my God, I was so into journaling. (laughs) Um, And usually with my journaling, I'll write out my affirmation. So um, I will say, like, I am strong. I am healthy. I am am wealthy. I am successful. I am beautiful. You know, things like that. And the more positive that you see and hear and do – the more reflective of that is going to be of your lifestyle. You're just going to attract positivity and, and success. Um, so I do that. And then my exercise, you know, I, I literally am usually done exercising by 7 a.m. every morning. <laughs> so, like, that whole entire thing, I am done before, like, people are even, like, getting up for work. <laughs> so um, it, it really does make a successful person. I mean, I am I – maybe, and it's not necessarily because I'm a morning person. Um, I actually – have suffered with a little bit of adrenal fatigue um, over the last couple of years. Not extreme, but a little bit. And so, yeah, sometimes when that alarm goes off, I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, I don't want to get up right now. But once I do, once I, like, wash my face, I'm, like, good to go. And I'm, like, ready to journal and ready to, to like, start my day on that positive foot. So I would totally recommend everyone to do that in Miracle Morning and, you know, on your drive to work, listen to an empowering podcast you know like this one (laughs) thank you (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely but you know it really is like I I have not dived into I mean I know friends of mine who listen to like I don't know like other types of podcasts you know about like just almost like tv shows and I'm like I can't get into those I just (laughs) I want to like hear like Jay Shetty in my in my head being like yeah you are awesome (laughs) so yeah just empower yourself like all the time and if you're if you're feeling low that day just whatever the reason may be listen to like an empowering podcast I mean they're they're great (laughs) It, it does help and the topics like for me when I there's a few podcasts that I listen to um, that I love. And one of them, probably my favorite, I love the Model Health Show. Sean Stevenson is amazing mm-hmm. in his speaking and his tone, the guests he have, And it's, you know, it's a show that I look forward to when 
I'm creating mine. It's like, that's a show that inspires me because it's about health. It's about wellness. And the guests you have are, are, you know, people that I hope to interview one day. So I really, really enjoy yeah. that one. Uh, School of Greatness, Lewis Howes, Tim Ferriss show. Yeah. That's another good one. Uh, can't go wrong with Gary V, the Gary V experience. And then one that I found that I personally really, really like. It's, it's mainly a male podcast, but it's called Order of Man. And the guy created this. His name's Ryan, and he, he talks about the term masculinity. And more than anything, he describes what being a father, what being a leader, what being a man is. And the guests he have on it are, you know, advocates for that. And when I first started to listen to it, I was like, I really want to figure out is this all just like gung ho, like you got to be a man kind of thing. But it's not. He does talk about vulnerability and being open. And yeah. it's important in your relationships and the people you associate with that you kind of have a balance, like you mentioned, like you have a balance in life and, um, you know, hope that it's, it's something that you want to pursue more than anything. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, I do want to just go over the last final questions. I really do appreciate you being with us as well. Um, yeah. What is something that, um, you're, you're most grateful for? This could be in something like that recently happened a month ago, a week ago, uh, something that you're just super excited about. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, ha I believe that every opportunity presents another opportunity. And you do have to work towards those opportunities, though, obviously. Um, you can't just, like, sit back and, like, hope that, you know, you're – future husband's going to walk in the door or that you're going to land that perfect job if you're not doing something for yourself about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I think that I'm just like really grateful for all of the opportunities that I am creating for other people out there because I know that those opportunities are going to come back to me in a positive light. Um, and I'm, I'm grateful that I left my nine to five and, and, and pursued that. I mean, I was, um, I think that what really motivated me to leave that nine to five also, again, you know, was messages that I received from, from clients or, um, you know, some of, I used to be an active trainer and I would get messages from the, from the members just like, Oh my God, your workout was awesome. The words that you said during your workout just like really motivated me today, that kind of thing. And again, it just put a spark into my soul. And, and I'm just forever grateful for all of the people out there who are, you know, getting up every single day and, you know, understanding that they may have a family that they have to take care of and the sacrifices that they have to, you know, that they have to deal with. <laughs> um, because we're all sacrificing every single day, but I think that we just create these opportunities for ourselves and never stop creating those opportunities. And so I'm just like grateful for like the shift in my mindset because a year and a half ago, I would not probably wouldn't be thinking this way. I wouldn't have even thought that I would be an entrepreneur not working for the man, <laughs> <laughs> you know, every day. So it's, um, yeah, I'm just like grateful for like my mindset shift. And I, I am, I know that every single person out there has that same power and that same ability to shift their mindset and be better than they were yesterday. So 
I'm just I'm just living a grateful life right now, and I put I that out it. there into the world and into the universe, you know. <laughs> so. Speak the positivity. I mean, that's, yeah. that's something we all need to hear. You know, somebody that yeah. is in our life that um, that's an advocate of that and really wants others to to find that within themselves. So mm-hmm. I appreciate that. that's something you live by. Where can our uh, where can our guests find you? Yeah, so they can find me on Instagram. Uh, my handle is at Chase Life with Kelly. Um, you can also visit my website. It's chaselifetogether.com. Um, otherwise, Facebook. <laughs> do. Um, yeah, so yeah, at Chase Life with Kelly, though, on my, on my Instagram, that's probably the best spot that you can find me. I'm always, you know, share, sharing something vulnerable or being extremely transparent with my audience. Um, so I hope that I can relate to to someone out there and and help them in a positive way and anyone listening to this make sure you follow this girl because i've seen your (laughs) posts i've seen your your stories and your positivity and it's something that's uplifting it's something good to you know if i'm you know i'm not gonna say if i'm driving because we shouldn't be on our phones but if i'm just at home and i'm (laughs) scrolling and i see something that's positive and you never know what can do for your life so i just want to say thank you for for doing that for being that person and uh, stay tuned for the episode. Um, keep us updated. If you have anything new that's coming up, if you have a challenge that, that you want us to talk about, definitely let us know about that yeah. as well. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I will. 2019, I'm definitely, like I said at the beginning, I'm doing kind of like a transition, um, little like relaunch of things. And I really want to speak to those who are kind of like where I was, like burnt out and ready to break through and create the life that they crave. So be on, yeah. a, be on watch for uh, that product launch soon. <laughs> we will, and we hope you do the best with that. And uh, thank you yeah. so much for being on the podcast as well. Yes, thanks for having me. I appreciate right. it. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Fitness Journey Podcast with Wesley Bear. Don't forget to join us next time for another episode. Thank you for listening, and remember, commit to be fit.